0: Hello and welcome to Reditations. My name is Celeste Johnson and every week on this podcast I talk about something I've read and then create a guided meditation based on the text for you. Today I'm going to be talking about A Man Called Uva by Frederick Bachman and how we make and find our families. So settle in and let's get going. Spoiler alert, I am going to be talking about events that occur in the book. A Man Called Uva is a very character-centric novel. It focuses on an old man named Uva who lives in Sweden and is grappling with the recent loss of his wife. In the phase of her death, he's experiencing overwhelming loneliness and a kind of lack of purpose and uh, direction in his life. He's not really sure what to do with himself. And so in the face of her death and this overwhelming loneliness that he's experiencing, he is considering and even attempting suicide several times because he just wants to be with his wife again. The story that follows details how he is kind of swept up by the people around him in his community. And it's this integration into his community and this welcoming acceptance and care that he receives from the people around him that saves his life and ultimately leads him to rediscover joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment. At its core, this is a book about loneliness and loss, but it's also a book about family, community, and what gives us purpose in life. This book led me to reflect pretty soberly on what a gift it is that I have people in my life who care about me and what a blessing it is to be surrounded by those people. It also made me think about how I would feel if I were to lose those people. I've been fortunate not to experience really serious loss in my life so far, and this book reminded me that that loss is a fact of life, and made me reflect on that deep sadness and loneliness and despair and lack of direction that Uwe feeling. It gave me a lot of compassion for him and his situation, and it made me feel a lot of gratitude for my own situation. One of the quotes in the book sums up this reality pretty well. It says, The greatest fear of death is always that it will pass us by and leave us there alone. This is what happens to Uva in the book. He's uh, left alone, or so he feels, in the face of his wife's death. He feels like she was the only person who ever understood him. And now that she's gone, he feels desperately alone and heartbroken that death took her but not him. The book also directs its readers in a direction of appreciation and gratitude for the loved ones and community and family that they have in their lives. Another quote from the book kind of sums up this urge for gratitude. It says, all people at root are time optimists. We always think there's enough time to do things with other people, time to say things to them, and then something happens, and then we stand there holding on to words like if." Quotes like this made me reflect on the way I take things for granted sometimes, and it also kind of left me, as I finished the book, with a sense of motivation, almost, to look at the people in my life differently, and to appreciate them differently. As much as this book is about loss, it is also about finding family, which was definitely my favorite element of the book. It's so heartwarming to watch Uva find family around him, even though he's not really trying. He's a grumpy old man to the core, and this family and community comes to him without him consciously seeking it. He kind of goes along gruntingly, begrudgingly sometimes. I like how the book depicts this found family as a product of both Accident and careful intention. Uva has this found family kind of by accident. When he begins interacting with these people who will ultimately become part of his found family, he does so very begrudgingly. He is not a social creature at heart, at least not outwardly so, although obviously he needs connection and relationships to flourish. But even though Uva is not gregarious, he's not bubbly. He's not prone to outward expressions of happiness or warmth. He still finds a great community and is kind of taken into this beautiful community simply by the actions of connection that happen between him and the people around him. These are everyday actions, like his neighbors come over to borrow a wrench and bring him some food, for example. It's a small event in the story, but it's a beautiful instance of connection and people caring for one another. Those small instances of people caring for one another are what create this beautiful community and ultimately what create this family that Uva discovers throughout the novel. Some other examples of people caring for each other include when Uva drives his neighbors to the hospital on multiple occasions. These events are both comedic and touching because Uva is participating in caring for the community around him and people are relying on each other. His neighbors are relying on him and in other ways he's relying on his neighbors even though he doesn't quite realize it because they're the ones that are keeping him alive and giving him purpose and connection in the hardest moment of his life perhaps. My favorite moment in the book that shows people caring for each other is towards the end of the book when Uva and all of the neighbors band together to protect Rune, Uva's next door neighbor, from being taken away to a home because he has Alzheimer's disease. Against what seem to be insurmountable challenges, the neighbors come together. And they succeed in protecting Rune because they're so determined to fight for each other. And they do so with such care and devotion and commitment and humanity. I think a good metaphor that ties this theme of caring in the book together really nicely is the idea of seeing people in color. Uva is described as being black and white. And Sonia, Uva's wife, described as being his color. That is how Uva saw her, as a person who brought all the color to his world. When she dies, he feels like all the color has left his world, and we're just left with this black and white, kind of lifeless version of Uva who feels like he has nothing to live for. But later in the book, the child across the street from Uva gets to know him a little bit through. These various neighborly interactions and starts to become attached to Uva. The child draws him and she always draws Uva in color. I think that shows a beautiful full circle, and it shows that when somebody cares for someone else, they see them as color. They see all the color that this person brings to the world. Uva saw Sonia as color, and he thinks of himself as black and white. But to someone else, to this child across the street, Uva is color and adds color to her life. And I thought it was such a beautiful image, and the image of these people living in community together, connecting with each other, and bringing the color to each other's lives. Ultimately, I believe we build families and communities by caring for each other, fighting for each other, and bringing color to each other's worlds. We are each other's color, and this book really made me appreciate that. On this colorful note, let's meditate. Let's begin today's meditation, as always, with a deep breath. Take a big breath in and feel the air expand your lungs. As you breathe out, settle into whatever space you're in right now. Whether you're standing, you're sitting, laying down, feel your body occupy the space. Feel your connection to the earth through your feet through your sit bones, or however else you're connected to the earth right now. Continue taking deep breaths and close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing so. Start to notice the sensations that arise as you breathe in and out. Feel the coolness of the air on your nostrils and in your throat. Feel your ribs and belly expand and contract as the air enters and leaves you. Notice any sounds in the space around you. Any smells. Any light or dark in your space. Notice the sensation of your clothes on your skin, of your body on your seat or the floor. And take a moment to give some gratitude for all these sensations you feel right now, because you are alive and it is a gift, a rare gift to be able to sense this world and experience it. Stay with these sensations throughout our meditation. As you become more relaxed and settled, I invite you to let any thoughts pass for the moment. Greet them and then let them go. You can always come back to them later. And it is safe to let them go for now. For the moment, keep breathing. Keep noting the sensations in your body. I invite you into a visualization. I invite you to picture someone who brings color to your life. Perhaps it's someone in your family, a friend, a cherished community member, or somebody else who brings color to your world. Picture them in your mind's eye as vividly as you can. See them in full color. Imagine not only how they look, but how they are. How they sound. How they carry themselves. How they talk and interact with other people. Imagine the things that only you Or another loved one knows about them, their intimate details, those things that you come to know about someone when you love them. With each breath, paint this picture of this person a little more vividly. Note any sensations that are arising. In your body as you create this picture and keep breathing when you feel like you've painted a picture of this person that encompasses some of the details you love about them begin to tune in to the sensations in your body a little more closely Try to focus on feelings instead of thoughts. Notice if there is a warmth in your chest or a relaxation as you breathe in and out. Perhaps you're feeling a smile across your face even. Whatever you're feeling as you picture this cherished person in your mind, Dig a little deeper into those sensations now. Acknowledge them and be present with them for a moment. Now that you've tuned into these sensations a little bit more, I invite you to call in a sense of gratitude for this person. a sense of appreciation. As we are reminded by Uva, loved ones are precious sources of color and light in our lives, and nothing is guaranteed. We only have the present moment, and in this present moment, I invite you to feel the depth of your gratitude for this person in your life. This gratitude is something that we don't always tune into. So I invite you to take this moment to do so. Think of all the ways that this person brings color to your life. And however you like to express gratitude or appreciation, or thanks. I invite you to do that. Perhaps you actually say thank you out loud, or in your mind. Or maybe you simply feel a wash of warmth come over your body as you think about this person and the color that they bring into your life. We build family by caring for each other. Gratitude is one way to care for each other. Simply by expressing your gratitude and fully feeling it, you are expressing your care for this person. And you are giving yourself the gift of being fully present with yourself and with them. Take another deep breath. In these last few breaths, I invite you to bring a closure to this moment of gratitude as you sit here, but not to the gratitude itself. Although this meditation is coming to an end, I hope it's the starting point of many expressions of gratitude, many moments of presence throughout your day, and a longer, deeper reflection on all the color that comes into our lives through human connection. as we bring this visualization to a close picture that person one last time in full color and say a final thank you for now for all this color that they bring to your life take one final breath and with your exhale release this feeling of warmth into the world into the time and space in front of you and open your eyes if you're ready to do so. Thank you for being here with me in this meditation today. I'm grateful to connect with you. As you go forth in your day today, I hope this meditation leaves you with a little bit more color. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of Reditations. I have loved sharing this time with you and I really appreciate your listening. If you liked this episode of the podcast, please share it with a friend who you think would appreciate it. And if you have one extra minute, leave a review and hit subscribe. Special thanks to Josh Munt on the sound design and theme music To listen to every episode of Reditations and support the podcast, visit reditationspodcast.com. There you can sign up for email updates if you'd like to hear the latest news on the podcast, and you can also visit our Patreon page, also linked in the show notes, where you can support the podcast and help me continue making this content. Thank you so much for listening today. Until next time, happy reading.